Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm here today with an icon, the founder and chief brand officer of Poppy, Allison Ellsworth. I'm so excited to be here today. I am so excited that you're here. You're I a mean, Poppy this girly. is, I am a huge Poppy girly. I have been buying Poppy for years, I feel like now. And I just got on the PR list and it's literally my dream come true. Oh my God, I'm so excited you're on it because <laughs> they are kind of iconic. You are. It's like the best, the best mailers. So I'm so happy and I'm so happy you're like a poppy girly. Like literally, if Huge you get it, you girly. get it. Yeah, if you get it, you get it. You get it. You know what? I think it's also like the branding is such 
fun. I mean, it's literally puppy. Like, it's fun. The colors are cool. It's like, I feel like it's that, she's that girl. She is. It's so funny because when we designed this, we went through like a couple different phases. Like, should we do white cans? Should we do color? Yeah. And I was like, color screams flavor. It screams fun. But on top of it, now that we've launched in it and with it, people like match their makeup and outfits yeah. to it. It's crazy. Oh, it's like a part of my aesthetic. I know. And I'm like, I like kind of always have one in my hand. I like match my purses to yeah. it. It's it's a moment. <laughs> you need to be like going on like Lakers courtside with your poppy. Oh my gosh. I've thought about that. <laughs> so actually, I have to tell you, Allison, I'm doing right now 75 hard. Have you ever oh, heard of it? My goodness. I'm so proud of I'm you. Like me trying to get attention for 75 hard at any time. <laughs> I am so I'm proud like, of away. you. Thank you. But what I've been doing is I've been sneaking poppy into bars. It, when I go out or parties, Genius. I bring a poppy with me because I can't drink alcohol. It's like I sneak it into the movies. You're like, I'm I'm getting in the bar. I sneak. I brought it to my friend's house when we were watching football because I was like, I know they're all going to be drinking and I want to have a fun drink. So poppy. I love it. And I always say like mocktails are amazing with poppy, but you don't need to make a mocktail. Just pour it to a fancy glass. Yeah. Like exactly. a wine glass and you feel like, okay, it's like you're on that edge of where you're just like, I really need a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. Drink a poppy. Okay. So I want to travel back a couple of years because okay. poppy is not that old. Which is insane. It's the fastest growing soda brand ever. It's like kind of crazy. So like we are like one of the fastest growing beverage, like non-alcoholic beverages like ever. It's like there's only two other brands like Celsius and Prime. Mm -hmm. And then really poppy from kitchen to retail. Like like we're faster than Red Bull, Monster, Celsius, Essentia, like these huge brands. It's crazy. It's insane. Okay. So how what's the origin story? How did this all come to fruition? Yeah, so I had some girl problems where I was always bloated, my stomach hurt, I had horrible acne. And Hot girls have tummy issues. I mean, it's true. <laughs> it's like, come on, get it together. And I I, I couldn't figure out what's going on. So I, I spent probably $10,000 going to doctors. Like, they kept just giving me medications. And there was really nothing, like, horribly wrong with me. But what I'd realized is, like, what you put into your body can really affect the way that you feel. Mm -hmm. So I started doing Googling of, like, how do you reset and detox your body, which I know you're guilty of. We all Google our symptoms. Mm -hmm. Like, we're we're all guilty of, of web, WebMD in it. Um, and what kept com coming up over and over again was drinking apple cider vinegar. Mm -hmm. And, of course, everyone's, like, heard of it. It's like, oh, yeah, it's a master cleanse or you do it when you're sick or just some weird, like, ailment. Like, you need to drink it. But... I started drinking after two weeks. I felt amazing, but I hated the taste. I mean, it's almost insufferable. It's pretty gnarly. And it's one of those things where it's like, have you ever taken a straight shot? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have I, to dilute it. I will never be to. taking a straight shot again. And it's not sustainable. Like you probably did it for like a week or two and not even every day. It's like one of those things where you have to like pump yourself up yes. for the situation. And I was just like, no, no, no. Love the benefits. Um, so I was like, I got to just make this taste good, but I wanted to keep it healthy. And usually those two things, like health and taste, don't go together. Mm -hmm. So that was really important for me because it's like one of those things where it's like, I want my poppy, but I want my pizza. I want like, like I want to do a, li I like, I'm not those people that goes like hardcore one way or the other. It's like uh -huh. just a little, like five grams of sugar, but not zero. A like little of everything. Balance. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I created Poppy and then it got to the point where I wanted to like share it with others. I was so excited. I was feeling amazing. It didn't like everyone's always like, did it change your life? Like with with the health and wellness. And I was like, what it taught me is is the path to health and wellness. So I like, mm -hmm. went gluten free. I started working out. I started reading ingredient labels. Mm -hmm. It was almost the catalyst. Right. And so then I was like so excited. I wanted to like share it with everybody. Mm -hmm. So after that, went to the farmer's market and um, got discovered really there by Whole Foods. And they- Which is crazy. It, yeah. It was just like one of those moments that I didn't realize I had a business. 
And then we got discovered and she was like, you should be in Whole Foods. I was like, this is crazy. I was three months pregnant. I just bought a house and we just moved. And I looked at my husband. I was like, we're quitting. Like, we're not going back to work. We're going to do this and take our life savings. He's like, you're psycho. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> you're like, you think He's I like, don't know that? It's like, I know. And that's why you love me. So yeah. We went for it. I mean, this is insane. So you born and raised in Dallas or So Austin? yeah, I grew up in like Dallas, North Texas, like Dallas area, went to school in Denton. Now we live in Austin. We moved down there two years ago because it's just like a vibe. Mm-hmm. It's like better talent retention. It's just like culture, entrepreneurial, like city. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, you're a cool girl. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. And so is Poppy. Up so. And, yeah. So, so is Poppy. <laughs> okay. So where and when did you meet your husband? So this is, you're going to die. Okay. I I'm met excited. him at the mall. Shut up. <laughs> Where at like Auntie Anne's? I know, basically. <laughs> I like walked into a store to buy a backpack, and he was the one like working there. He had what store? It was like a snowboard shop. He's like he was like a snowboarder. Oh, so like, he was like hot, we young, cool, okay. so hot. He was like the hottest guy I'd ever seen. And he was like, <laughs> "Can I get ice cream? Like ice cream? Ask for ice cream? He didn't like not a drink? I was like, who is this person? And we like immediately started texting. Within five weeks, we we're inseparable. Like, how old were you? We were like 25. Okay. Yeah. All right, we were about to celebrate our 10-year wedding anniversary. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, congrats. So you meet him, and you instantly are like, oh, my gosh, Just I'm obsessed. Fall in love. And I worked in oil and gas research before I started Poppy. Did you go to college? I did. For sociology. Go? Where'd you go? Uh, North Texas and Denton. Okay, wow. It was originally, I went to college for dance. Oh my gosh, amazing. And then I was like, I have no idea. One, you don't need a degree in dance to dance or to teach it. I was like, this is crazy. So I took a year off and soul searched and moved to Europe for a bit um, and came back. I was like, what's the quickest way for me to graduate? And then I went on the road and started working oil and gas, met my husband. And then I was like, you come work with us because I was traveling. I was like, we're in love and all these things. And we lived in Wyoming and Utah and teeny little towns for the first few years in marriage. And then it was like, okay, it's time to start a family. And that's when I kind of fell ill. And I created Poppy like during this whole like journey. And he was just like really supportive throughout all of it. And he's always, he's always like, he's a great balance. Like people are like, how do you do it with your husband? But it's like in anything in life, like find a partner that's really good at things that you're not. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so what is he good at that you're not? So I'm the chaos. I'm the crazy visionary. Like you know, all of it, like <laughs> me. But you need. A I balance. need to find. I need to find a balance. So okay. he's great. Like he runs our supply chain and our innovation and our ops and makes sure that we have these beautiful cans. So then I can get on TikTok and talk about it. Um, but he's just you know, he has his head on pretty straight. You know, and mm-hmm. keeps me in line. With so that. his strengths are your weaknesses and vice versa 100 percent. that's incredible and I'm very self-aware of that and I like embrace it mm-hmm. and in business I think with entrepreneurs in particular and founders we tend to have egos mm-hmm. and so this year has been a really uh, like a path of me learning to like let people help let go of the things that like is it that important anymore should I train someone to do it it's been like a really really hard year of growth mm-hmm. this last year and now that I'm on the other side of it I'm like oh my goodness I never want to go back like you can't do everything yourself forever yeah so that's I'm something happy. I'm trying to teach myself it's really hard it's really hard do you feel like you have a big ego I feel like I used to and it wasn't even like an ego of like I want to be famous or I want people <laughs> the recognition it was just like I know better Okay. Like, I can do that better. 
and like I know they're gonna fail so it's easier if I just do it myself like it was like that type of ego it wasn't like I have an ego I'm the best person in the world so there's like different types I feel Mm -hmm. like like it was an ego almost within your own business yeah yeah and so I think like look I got I got a coach to like learn how to like deal with this and how to be like so a lot of entrepreneurs like you have all these ideas and you want to do these things but you never actually know how to be a leader because being a leader is like coaching people doing mid-year reviews and like giving feedback, you know, these type of things and and being patient and being kind, like stopping and taking a second. I've always like loved my team and they love working with me. And one of my core strengths is like getting people to dream big. Um, But like people want feedback on like why they aren't doing good or hearing an attaboy from someone, like pausing and learning those things. It's just, it's so important as a leader. So that's been like a lot of growth. And like I said, once I've learned it, I'm like, wow, this is really powerful. Mm -hmm. What's the most interesting thing you learned from your coach that now you apply in your business? Self-awareness. Really? Like in what way? If you can be self-aware of where your strengths are, where you're not, like take, for example, uh, I had someone that worked for me and my schedule was really busy and she was junior, but I saw so much potential in her and growth that I couldn't give her. So I was very self-aware, like, I think I need to get another person in place in between that she reports into because she will be more successful and have someone that can be one-on-one and spend time with her and do these things. So I was very self-aware versus being like, I might be failing here. Who cares? Like, who cares about this person type of situation? I was just like, I saw this gap that I could not fulfill and I put a plan in place. You can also be like self-aware around like, I'm a very powerful force when I walk into a room of like our employees, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have right now our entire team in. I walk in and if I'm like joking around and I say something, they might like take it as like, Allison said that, that's like really serious. We have to make that get done. And I was just like, you guys should get like costumes and go to the Lakers and be crazy and like let's have fun, you know. And I'm like totally joking, but they might say it. I was like, I have to be self aware of like maybe I shouldn't say stuff like that. Oh, like in the room you're in, yeah, type of thing. Yeah, Got like, it. The words that I say, they might take as like serious, and I'm like, no, 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 it was a total joke. Yeah, you almost like forget your power in a way. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I'm a mom of three. I, I hang out and I go to soccer games on the weekends. I don't do like I don't understand sometimes that power of like, oh, they look up to me. Your influence. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The self-awareness of that's been nice to, to understand. Wow. OK, this is this is very fascinating. OK, I want to travel back a little bit. So you make this beverage and you start going to farmers markets and you're calling it mother beverage yes mother beverage at the time okay that was the name of it yeah we we named it after the mother of vinegar oh so like the stuff that like floats around the bottom is called the mother vinegar so everyone's like oh you did it because you're a mom and i was like yeah but no it was the mother vinegar oh that's what it's called at the bottom of vinegar oh i did not know that like the like culture-y like floaty stuff okay the good stuff so you call it mother mother beverage mm-hmm. and you start selling at the farmer's market and randomly like one of your customers happened to be a Whole Foods Connect like explain yeah. that to me so she was just there and she's like look I'm here with my mom Whole Foods is from Austin Texas so they're like a Texas brand she's like okay. I'm up here this was when we were in Dallas and she's like here's my card I never do this but there's nothing like this in Whole Foods you guys have to be in Whole Foods and um, you know it it that was like one of the many moments that changed our life because that was where I was like, oh, we have a business and we put our life savings. But we we decided from that second to open our own manufacturing facility, which I highly do not recommend to do because you should be focusing on your brand rather than producing it. But it was really good for us for that time um, and it allowed us to scale to then get to a point where we're like, let's go on Shark Tank. 
Yeah. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. We have to talk about Shark Tank. This is insane. How big was Shark Tank at the time when you went on with your husband? So it was like season 10. So Shark Tank had been around for quite a while. This was back in, I think, like 2019 when we did this. Did you watch it as a fan? Oh, I was obsessed. Same. Yeah, like I watched, but you know what? I watched every single episode and then I've been on and I've never watched it again. That makes sense. Because it was like, okay, been there. Not like and been you know there, how it works now. done that, but it was like, I was like, oh my gosh. Like it was so crazy. And now I'm like, okay, I've done that. Like mm-hmm. now what's my next goal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was your favorite shark as a viewer? I would say like I always had an affinity probably to like Mark Cuban because I was a Dallas girly. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. But, and it was funny because he was like one of, them in there with the tank and he was so kind but he was like hey where's your uh where's your manufacturing facility and we're like oh it's off harry like he was wanting to just have a conversation and then someone's screaming like what's your revenue like on the other side yeah and i was like what do we do here this is crazy that is crazy so how i know you've talked a little bit about this on podcast how insane the process is like of you not knowing what the next step will be kind of when yeah it's like it's totally blind Mm -hmm. and we did something that i think is a little bit rare uh we went to like an open casting call and stood in line like at the convention center downtown in in dallas (laughs) Dallas. oh my gosh i think a lot of people they they um fill out like a form and go online got it and then or shark tank reaches out to successful brands and asks for them to go on the show Mm -hmm. too but we were in line and they were like someone's like this is my candle company or that like we were just like oh my gosh we have no chance like this is not going to happen but we ended up just over the next six months going from 
you know, they do like a background check. Then you do like a video you send into the producers. Then they do a live, you know, Zoom. And then you do a script and then you get to that. And then you don't find out till two weeks before you are actually going to go on the show. And then they're like, We're, you're going to L.A. And you were so pregnant. I was so pregnant. Which is mind-boggling to me because you were, what, nine months pregnant? Nine months pregnant. <laughs> were you not, like, scared out of your mind? Uh, you know, it was my second. I, uh, You know, I'd already had a baby, so I was like, okay. been more of a lay of the land. Been here, I know. Like, I had a very healthy pregnancy. I got, like, all the check marks from my doctor that I could mm -hmm, fly. Mm -hmm. But I do remember my sister was in L.A. where they film. And I was like, if I have the baby, at least I can go to my sister's house. <laughs> to have it. To have it. Yeah. yeah, no big deal. <laughs> I know. I'm crazy. I, I tell everyone I'm crazy. Um, but no, I had the baby 10 days after I was on the show. That is insane. Like, so pregnant. Were you distracted because of the pregnancy at all being on Shark Tank? I mean, I would be. That's, but you seemed so cool. That's such a good question. So it was so funny because I remember backstage right before we were about to go on and I was like sitting in a chair and like rubbing my belly and being like, I can't get nervous because I can't send myself into labor. And it was almost like a beautiful thing because I look over to my husband. He's like pacing. He's like pouring sweat. <laughs> he like <laughs> can't Classic like man. function. And yeah. if you look back, oh my goodness, it's to this day he can't handle it. But like his lip is also and I'm just like. I'm very yeah. like, you know, put together and like he's just like sweating and nervous. So I think it was like a blessing because I, I was like, I can't get nervous, mm -hmm. even though I'm sure I was like extremely nervous. But I just remember being calm mm -hmm. for some reason. What was like the craziest part about that process, like the behind the scenes, the stuff we don't see as a viewer? Like what's something or a tidbit you could share with us that is like you would never believe this happened? OK, so I'll say two things so like one is there's a huge like I don't know I don't know myth that that Shark Tank takes some of your company so a lot of oh, people, like a percentage a percentage there's like a huge myth that people are like well I don't want to go on the show because I don't want to give Shark Tank some of my company that is 1000% a myth they do not and they're wonderful through the whole process like the producers they've been doing it like they've won like Emmys and stuff for their show like or whatever um so I think it's like one of those things that that's like a like I constantly hear that over and over well I don't want to do that because of this another thing like it is I know I said it but it's like it's so secretive like we didn't find out who our sharks were until the night before like 10 o'clock at night we had to be on set at 4 a.m the next day no yeah so it's like we had like five hours to like register like who we were gonna go pitch to and so I think that's another thing people are always like, oh, my gosh, you have to know who they are ahead of time. And you don't. Did you adjust your pitch? No. Knowing who the sharks were? Because you had two guest sharks, we didn't you? We had two. We had Bethany Frankel and. Who I love. She was so mean. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I watched the clip. She is so mean. She was like so mean. But, and, you know, we always thought like when we found out the night before, we we're like, she's going to be so nice. She had like her margarita company. And, she's like, a boss ass bitch. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, she'll respect like me being a female founder, like coming on like pregnant. And she was like, not the nicest, but it is a TV show. Like they are there to make good TV. Yeah. So I think like that was a part of it. I'm sure she's a very kind person. Uh -huh. and, and, and like reality. She probably regrets not investing. So, so fun fact, which I don't know if I've said this before, but um, Rohan, who we, spoiler alert, we got to deal with Rohan Oza, who is amazing. The best. Literally couldn't be a more perfect shark for you all. The best shark ever. But I guess like Bethany Frankel like looked at Rohan and was like, hey, you want to do this deal together? And he said, no because he wanted it for himself and he told us afterwards she called him and was like dude what the heck that's hilarious i was like 
okay, that's good though. He was like, no, I want this all to myself because he saw like so much in it and the potential. He was like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Well, it, so you funny. know what? It would have made sense for her because she has such a beverage background with Skinny Girl and stuff. But he is so awesome. I mean, I love her. I'm sorry that you had that experience. No, with it's her. like I, I'm a I'm a big fan as well. So don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, 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 at all. I made her take a shot of straight apple cider vinegar, which is hilarious. So, I love that you, you, you did know, that. I, I would be mad at me too. Yeah, <laughs> but Rohan, can you explain for a viewer that doesn't know who he is and his legitimacy within the beverage business? I mean, he literally couldn't be a more perfect shark for y'all. Can you explain a little bit of his background? Yeah, so his nickname is the Brand Father. Oh, okay. Didn't like, know that. He builds brands. So he started his career at Coke, um, worked there for a really long time. He has a little bit of an entrepreneurial, like crazy spirit to him as well. He's insanely smart. Um, left and then worked at Vitamin Water by, um, you I mean, know, he's the beverage king. He is the one that like put together one of the first celebrity deals. Like he did. 50 cent in vitamin water for you were probably like not even which born is insane yet. um and then he did justin timberlake and buy and there's like this whole like like they did those commercials and it was like this whole thing but he it was like his idea to like start doing a lot of that stuff back in the day and um yeah and i mean like there's literally no one out there that's done what he's done in the beverage world mm-hmm. like it was a perfect match mm-hmm. so when you got the deal because you guys wanted i think him to take 10 percent of your company and he mm-hmm. ended up taking 25%. When you got the deal, were you just like freaking out? Like what was your feeling like? It was, we were at the point where we were gonna have to like go out of business. Like we needed money and it wasn't like we needed money to keep like the manufacturing going. It was just like as a family, we'd been grinding for like three or four years and Steven was working like a second job and we kid, we had another kid on the way, we had a mortgage. It was just like, look, we have to like figure out something. So we were like, going on to get a deal mm-hmm. and we're and then the night before we found out it was Rohan we we're like w- we went through the scenarios of like how high we would go and immediately he said I think like as high as we would go and we were just like deal like there was no negotiation at that point uh-huh. like if you would have done like 50% of the company like there would have been probably like a back and forth but he actually gave us a very fair offer for like what we were and where the company mm-hmm. was at and now is he still as involved as he was when he made the deal or what's his involvement now so he's very involved um he's on our board we have monthly or every other month like marketing sessions and brainstorms and we're constantly on the phone so look like poppy is rare air like nobody's ever seen this type of growth um i mean we're three and a half years old with with everything that's going so he's very focused on this is like it's fun mm-hmm. like it's really fun like what we're doing and it's like there's no even experiences that he's had he's just like look I've, I don't even know how to deal with this this is crazy you mm-hmm. guys so he's mm-hmm. like very it's like fun for him again I think mm-hmm. um so he's he's really enjoying it and we we appreciate it I mean it's got to be one of the most successful shark tank stories ever I think ever I mean that's insane we don't talk about it and like they always it's do, not like, talked about enough no they like don't like I think you have to share your revenue numbers and stuff to like get on their Instagram and stuff, which we're not ready to do that. But I do potentially will say that like, you know, in the next few years we can be like, we're the most successful. That's our goal. Rohan is always that. He's like, I'm going to make the next billion dollar brand and just going to be the most successful Shark Tank deal ever. Like that is always, he's always said that. So why do you not want to share your revenue with them yet? Yeah. So it's just like one of the things you don't do. Um, you know, it tells like your competitors, like where where you're at. And then it's also like, 
I don't know. It's an it's an interesting world. I will be honest, like I don't fully understand. Like I want to scream it from the rooftops and just be like, this is like crazy. Yeah. Um, but I also get it. It's like you have to be careful and keep some stuff close to the heart. Mm-hmm. What did Rohan bring to the table that you guys were not expecting that really like shifted gears for you guys as a company? Hmm. I think what it goes back to is a lot of so like Rohan has a VC as well called Kavu Ventures and um, a lot of VC money is like they come in and like there's ones that like to operate so like they come in with like heavy operations they want to be very involved there's some that are like look we're money we'll stand back let you do your own thing Mm -hmm. and then what Rohan really does which hence his name is he's very marketing and brand first Mm -hmm. so from day one we we made the decision to be a brand first company so after getting like the deal we took about nine months off of having like mother beverage to do go through the rebrand and a lot of brands launch so like a lot of them will be like we'll go to market and then they kind of figure out who they are and who their consumer is it's like we did like a ton of research before launch being like we are poppy we are revolutionizing soda for the next generation we are five grams of sugar or less and we are fun you know like type like we knew so coming out the gate we were really strong and he had all of um, that knowledge where I don't think you typically get that from like a VC, mm-hmm. like a, a standard like venture capital firm. Yeah, the nitty gritty knowledge. Yeah, like the money mm-hmm. of like your investment firms like usually aren't going to be like, be brand first. They're going to usually be like, what are your numbers? Mm-hmm. When he suggested the rebrand, were you all in, all on board? Or were you a little, because this was your baby, were you a little like, oh, I don't want to rebrand, like mother beverage, like slay, yeah. love her. No, it was hard at first. It was almost like renaming your child. Yeah. But... I mean, I just saw the potential. Like when we first got it, he's like, look, the founder story is amazing. The product, the liquid is amazing, but your branding sucks. And we're just like, yeah, you know what? We never really thought about it. Mm-hmm. But once we, we like got into it and went through the process, I did realize like I am a very creative person and it was a very collaborative um, process. And then through launch and then I do still run like all of our creative and brand to this day. So it's like one of those things that it was just like giving me that confidence to be like, you have this in you, like, let's do it. And then like keep charging forward Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what was your first flavor that you launched with yeah so it's crazy when I first in my kitchen the first flavor I ever made was raspberry rose okay um it's like our og our ginger lime is like our og um the orange which is really funny it used to be our orange cinnamon so we used to think we were like a sister to kombucha and like could have like a little bit more fun. We had like well, the packaging used to lemon. look like that. Yeah, and then we realized people just like if you're a soda replacement, like they, they just want orange, they want grape, they want <laughs> they want strawberry. the fun flavors <laughs> like dog pop, dog pop. Yeah, and so it's like one of those things that like throughout the process, like I grew up in Texas, cherry limeade Sonic. Like I don't know if you've ever seen oh Sonic. Like, I made that one over one weekend. I formulate like most of our flavors. Get out! How do you do that? Yeah, I mean, I started my kitchen. Like that's like basically. You're I think just we making have, potions. We have like eleven flavors, and I'm very involved. We now have like a team that helps with it, but like uh-huh. I think like of them, nine are still my original recipes. Oh my gosh, that's crazy, Allison! That's so impressive. It's so wild. Now, like my husband does a lot of it, and like taste testing and directing mm-hmm. from afar. But um, it's still pretty special process mm-hmm. when you were with Rohan was this the original packaging yeah has it so this yeah that's what I'm saying like this is like our number one flavor our strawberry lemon mm-hmm. and we went through this whole rebrand and we met with 
different people that did different fruits. So a lot of times you you see like a fruit packaging and someone does like a real lemon. We were like, well, we want this to be a work of art and be more abstract. And so this mm-hmm. is like our take on it. Um, I think we launched with like six flavors. Now we've extended. So we do all of the design in-house with my team now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this was the original it was. packaging and font and everything. Mm-hmm. How did you decide on all of this? Nine months of work. Yeah. I mean, we're still like designing. I mean, we're launching new flavor this week. We're doing so, so many like fun things. So we're constantly doing it. But when we first launched this, it was like we were like a better for you soda. So it says like for healthy gut on here. Mm-hmm. And then it's like be gut happy, be gut healthy. We're actually changing all of our cans that are rolling out this year um, to be more soda forward. We're Because like if you're just a gut health brand, like that's very niche. It is very niche. Yeah. And so like we... <laughs> We're seeing it's like very it's very niche. So like we're changing. It's gonna be like it's time to love soda again and like stuff. It's the exact same everything, but like the design will stay the same. It's oh, just like a few of the little words. A little tweaks. Which is like fun. I'm excited to roll that. Yeah. Out. I mean, this I'm the type of girl that I'm going to judge a book by its cover. Hundred percent. Sorry. I'm going to. <laughs> this jumps at you Screams. when it's on a shelf. Like literally when I'm in Erwan, I'll be like, Oh, I should try something new. I I literally have these at home. Why am I buying them? Like, why am I buying? It jumps at me at, on the shelf. It's so Because well, it's so fun and rainbow and like it pops at you. It's like Literally one of those things. I know. Exactly. That's why we named it Poppy. Yeah. Um, but it's the same thing like what you were saying. Like we were back in the day, this better for you when we were deciding to do this. Everything better for you was white. Like healthy, mm-hmm. white, or like clean. maybe green too, like yeah, that. exactly, yeah. or earthy tones, kale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We love some kale, but we were like one of the first better for you colorful brands, mm-hmm. like in in the drink space. I think like there's some other like better for you, like skinny dip almonds. They're like really cute packaging. Yes. Like they, there's. I'm not saying like we're the first to the game, but since then there's been quite a few more. But I will say we were one of the first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are your most popular flavors? So definitely our strawberry lemons are number one. Really? It's our number one. Why do you think? Maybe it's like all I talk about. No. You know what, though? It just tastes so good. It does. And everyone loves strawberry and lemon together. Like you think lemonade, like strawberry lemonade maybe? Yeah, it is. Exactly. And pink. People love pink. Because like our most like rammed or socially posted is our raspberry rose, like the baby pink. And then I think like people, they, they tend to go into like, Everyone has like a flavor. So like our Doc Pop, which is our Dr. Pepper Dew. That's my favorite. It's like, it is crazy. It's like one of our top sellers. So it's just like, what's your flavor of the day? Got it. What would you say is your demographic? Or who would you say is your demographic? So we talk about this. We, our demographic is the, it's a word we made up. Okay. It's the Gen Zennials. So it's Gen Z and Millennials. Okay. So we are a TikTok brand. We are digital first, like community driven. And the people that are on these platforms are like millennials and Gen Zs. Mm -hmm. Now, which we were talking a little bit before this, like we're doing cable to reach like other audiences that aren't on Mm -hmm. the socials. Um, But that's definitely our, our main. Who's an audience that you would love to tap more into that you haven't really yet? Men. Yeah, it's like women are the people that shop for the household. So uh-huh. like we have a ton of men that love Poppy. It's like 
they love it, whatever. But like our socials and like our following always is like 90% female. Mm -hmm. And so for us, like we are starting to tap into like up until this year, we'd never ran an ad like going after men. We opened it up this year and it's performing just as well. So it's almost like we were like, why weren't we doing that before? Um, But we're seeing like everyone does want a want for that. It it is like more of a girly brand. We're not going to change the brand, but it's like men can wear pink too. Yeah, of course. You almost need like Taylor (laughs) Swift drinking this in the chief suite. Oh my God. Okay. Can you get me her number? Because like where can that happen? Because she's all over the NFL and I I love it. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that it's like it's disruptive. It's different. It's like, you know, uh, the position of Poppy and like the way we went through it is if you kind of think of when you think of soda, it's an emotional connection you have to something. So the movies, a cookout, friends with a burger, with a pizza, like you think of soda of like it's an emotion. It's not necessarily like a product. Mm -hmm. And that emotion invoking is what people call as a brand Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Um, So I feel like what Poppy has done is we've given people the freedom to love soda again without all the sugar and the artificial ingredients and Mm -hmm. all those things. So there's this resurgence, especially since COVID, that people are like, health and wellness, for the first Mm -hmm. time ever, I'm actually thinking about it. So, you know, to replace your soda with Poppy has been like, I think, really eye-opening and like men are seeing it too now we just like weren't talking to him oh my brother is obsessed and he's yeah. like the biggest broy guy ever exactly yeah i think it's just one of those things where they have to taste it because 100%. they're a little they're like oh that's so such fun packaging that i can't be cool liking it type of thing you know 100%. what i mean our number one problem at poppy's brand awareness really like i mean it has any new brand yeah it's our number one goal uh-huh. how many people can we tell about poppy we have like a really high like from awareness to trial. So like if someone's aware of it, like they usually will move over to trial and then like stick around. But we're just like still, you know, three and a half years Mm -hmm. old. There's a lot of people that just don't know who we are. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. Do you know what state buys the most poppy or is most popular in? So it's interesting since we're such like a digital first brand, a lot of companies or like better for you products will start like on the West Coast and, you know, New York or whatever, and then like work yourself mm-hmm. in. But we do really well in middle America because soda is drank in middle America. So like one of you our need top- it on tap at a gas station. Girl, <laughs> you don't even want to know what we're launching this week, which Shut we can up. we can talk about this because this isn't okay. even coming out. So wow, you, I'm so excited. The exclusive drop. Okay. So we are launching with 7-Eleven a 16 ounce. Shut up. Uh-uh. That's yes. crazy. For males. Oh my God, I can't Bigger. Wait. I mean, like I'll drink a 16 ounce too. It doesn't have to be just for the males. With a new flavor, wild berry and a blue can. It's going to be. Yeah, because you don't really have a blue can. We don't. <gasps> What color blue? It's like the most beautiful blue with like purpley, like, and like, I literally were doing like that is, she's getting like the access before anyone. I'm not even kidding. 
This is so I'm fun. I'm actually live right now on TikTok. Ah, no, I'm kidding. It's okay. <laughs> I'm Screw kidding. it. Can you imagine? Um, but no, but yeah, to your point, it's like we need like it and gas station. Like we need it to be everywhere. It's on the go. 16 ounces. Like the reason why it's 16 ounces is like actually at 7-Eleven, you couldn't see our cans. So I was like, just make it bigger. Uh, yeah. Like in the in the door things. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. Are you so excited? I'm so excited. In all 7-Elevens? All 7-Elevens. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. I know. So we're launching that, I think... In February, like mm-hmm. February twelfth or gosh, something congrats. like that. So we're excited. That is awesome. And what's the flavor again? Wildberry. Wildberry. It's so like. What does it taste like? It tastes like similar to like the Celsius Wildberry. I don't know if you've ever had okay, that. Yeah. It's like it's very it's blueberry, raspberry, and strawberry. Yum. It's just like a yummy. Just like if you like any of our berry flavors, it's it's very like sea store for convenience. Like it's just really yummy. Mm-hmm. Oh so my gosh! What that. has it been like working on this collaboration with Seven Eleven? Um, so 7-Eleven's cool. Like people oh, yeah, don't they're reali- so cool. Like people don't realize like how cool 7-Eleven is, but I feel like, I, like a dream of mine, like sometime I'll get there, 7-Eleven is a Slurpee, like a better for you Slurpee. <gasps> like how cute Neat. would that be? I know. Um, but they're just really open. They're leaning full in like better for you products. Like they've been really great partners and like, it's pretty rare that you'll get like an, a, like a full rollout and they've, and they're seeing the future of the shifting these better totally. for you products. They have great social media too. They kill it. They get it. They live in this like car world of like hype car. It's like so fun and it's, just, they're great. Awesome. They get it. Yeah. Is there a world where you would ever pay like a professional athlete to like, carry it every time they're walking into the stadium or like do you know what I mean 100% like Travis Kelsey yeah yeah I know we tried to get to him but he has an energy deal yeah he does I know they got him before Taylor that was smart so smart cheers to you that was really smart yeah um or like a tennis player like you know what I mean like work with athletes quite a bit we do a lot of like NIL athletes like college wait oh my gosh yeah we have like a whole program like we have a whole college program wait I need to connect you with my brother because he does NIL deals yes yes yeah even for gifting or something the thing that's crazy with those that people don't realize is Unless you're like really well known, people, when you work with athletes, like the only people that care are the people in their town. Like if I work with like a really famous Laker, like Dallas doesn't care. True. So it's like really hard with athletes unless you get one that like surpasses the ma- the masses. Like, like Travis. What, what's, what's happening right now, right? right? Because of it. What about like a Patrick Mahomes? I love yeah, Maybe like he, he would, would he have... would be in that world, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Because I could just so see it like them. What Travis does, basically walking in like with their cool outfit and matching it, and like their stylist. Ah, the oh. problem is they know like how that how good they are and like that the marketing behind it and so like I mean you just see it like in the in the creator world and like the deal world now it's like even from three years to now it's like the prices are bananas oh for influencers and yeah working with someone it's like we've worked with JLo we've worked with influencers and you know you definitely want a balance of celebrity and creators but it's like one of those things where it's just times have changed Mm mm-hmm so and they know their value and, and they are very valuable. So I, I, I mean, it's it's built our brand mm-hmm. working with influencers. How much would you say? Because I feel like you guys nail the PR gifting when mm-hmm. it comes to sending to like celebrities, influencers across the board. Your packaging is incredible. I mean, the robe is going crazy. People are like, where the heck do I get this robe? I get so many com- or comments when I wear it. They're like, where can I buy this? Where can I buy this? I know, you can't. Which is was what makes it cool, I feel. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how much does the gifting help with sales it doesn't it doesn't so it is 100 percent. i mean maybe a little but 
everything that we do at Poppy through our marketing lens is brand building to that brand equity, like the emotional connection, the community that we're building, like all the gifting is we're building that community with these creators, influencers, our community or whoever, the PR, whatever we're doing, it's relationships are so important. And I just feel like if you foster those relationships and give back, like that like loyal community is the most valuable thing you can have Mm -hmm. at your brand because then they're like out there talking about it they're sharing it they're getting so and so hooked on it it's like that word of mouth it's just like it's a little old school if you think of it but Uh it isn't it's like the new age way to do it so yes it does help in retail but we don't do it because we're going to see like a jump at target or something got it is it more so like brand awareness like you were saying 100% 100% brand awareness. Uh-huh. And it was funny because we, we launched Poppy March of 2020, right when COVID hit. Literally in March 3rd, right when COVID hit. That's insane. And the only thing we could do at that time was gifting because everyone was stuck at home. You couldn't do in real life events. You couldn't do sampling. And then creators were also desperate for content. And so we had like a crazy high open rate and post rate. We're like, oh, there's something here. And then we fostered relationships. We brought people in house to keep up like we have an influencer team to like keep up with those it's mm-hmm. just it's so important mm-hmm. totally has there ever been a creator that has posted about poppy where you were like holy shit i see an influx of either following or like sales or you just felt their presence of the post it's so interesting i think you know there's different tiers there's like micro and macro and like super macro it's like all of them, and then there's like celeb and they all kind of do something different and you'll be surprised constantly i'm trying to think of like a certain like instance of someone but it's like back in the day we could see a jump like a three thousand dollar jump but now like it's, it's so it, big it's really hard to track and then you can do it by swipe ups it, it's just like one of those things where it's like that's once again not the reason we do it it's just like this is the new age influencer marketing is here and it's here to stay Mm -hmm. and that's how you get your brand out there so i would say like having a good mix of different people is really important but usually the micro like the lower level following people are the ones that probably convert the most Mm -hmm. the other ones are more like brand awareness Mm -hmm. um you know it's like a million above you're not really going to see much from that honestly Mm -hmm. followership like we want them to post but it's just brand awareness Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, it is so interesting. Has there ever been a celebrity that has posted that you're just like pinching yourself like, holy shit, I can't believe they're posting this on their story organically? It's amazing. We've had Billie Eilish. We've had Hailey Bieber, Kylie Jenner, Mila Kunis, um, Drew Barrymore. Like we've had so many people, Hillary Duff, excuse me, like so many people post us for free. Just because they love the product. Well, and it's so damn cute. It's so cute. It's like, this looks so cute. I want to take a photo of it. It's like, and we get like Miley Cyrus. She's like on the beach drinking a poppy, getting papped. And we're just like, what is happening right now? So crazy. It's crazy. What was the first celebrity you saw post and you were like, holy shit, how is this real? Oh, goodness. I want to say, I think, I think it was Hillary Duff, which is so funny because she's like OG, like Lizzie McGuire, like from when I grew up. But her husband... He like was drinking poppy and she got poppy cookies made for her his birthday. And we we're just like, what just happened? We reached out. She's the kindest person. She actually got on a Zoom with me because she was so fun. Like she's so nice. She was like, like you'd be surprised. She's like, and I learned about it from Mandy Moore. And it was like all this, like it was like I was like, what is happening? <laughs> You're like, how is this real? What is my life right now? Yeah. Very kind. Very, very, very kind. Crazy. I just have to ask because I'm an influencer myself, so I'm curious. Yeah. Um, you guys did a huge brand trip to the Hamptons. Yes. Okay. 
What was that experience like? Because I feel like, especially on TikTok these days, it like brand trips are like, you know, they're the talk of the town. And it's like, oh my God, who got invited? What are they doing? What's the brand like going to put on for the creators? I just would love to hear your thought process behind it. And do you feel like it's a, an effective marketing strategy? Yeah. So the last two brand trips we've done had kind of correlated to like our out of home campaign. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty famous for putting our creators, our community, like on billboards mm-hmm. and so which is so cool it's so fun and it's just like a fun way to give back and we found like if we put so-and-so on a billboard like the they're, they're like want to post and share with their community it's like so fun so it was kind of like for us like the last few brand trips have been geared around that where it's like oh my gosh let's take us out and let's go celebrate take them to their billboard uh-huh. you know type of situation so that was like a reason of like an easy way to pick it but when picking who to put on the billboard it came down to like dope content uh-huh. at the end of the day like some of the content we put on like it was stuff they'd post like six months earlier we're like this is cool can we get the rights to this can we put it on yeah. on the billboard so it wasn't like so cool and then having like a diverse uh, amount of creators from body positivity to poc right high low community like is really important mm-hmm. that we're really inclusive so there's a lot of like that stuff that that helped us decide what to do into but this year we're we aren't going to do a ton i don't think any like who knows? I like change my mind like every other month. Um, but uh, creative driven like on billboards. So now we're like going to do brand focused, but we are still going to do brand trips. Mm. So it comes down to scheduling. Usually like I feel like you guys always like run with crews. So it's, then it's like <laughs> <laughs> and it's like so and so can go. Then like can your crew go? Because we want you to have more fun. It's mm-hmm. like the trips. I feel like it's so crazy if brands do trips and you can't bring your your friends. Yeah. Like, or plus ones or something. Like, you have to. Like, I will say on the creator side, y'all are known for being the coolest about no. bringing your friends. It's like, that's like, we want you I've literally to heard that from people. They're like, they're so fucking cool. They let you bring your friends. Like, it's so, and it makes it more fun. And I don't even care if the friends have followers. Like, it's just like, how do we, it, it goes back to that relationship. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day. And then, so we're going to do some more fun stuff. And then we're doing like this pop-up that we're doing in, in LA and like doing these different things. So I think it's just, it comes down to scheduling too. Mm-hmm. Everyone's busy. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like brand trips are a good form of marketing? 100%. Why? So I think if you can do it through the right lens and not like fly someone to Dubai for 24 hours. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not saying who. Um, (laughs) But like, look, you get a lot of amplification on the brand side. We call it EMV, which is earned media value of posting. Then you put paid behind it and then you get to amplify it. And it's just a different type of content of someone being like, drink poppy. It's five grams of sugar. And, you know, it builds brand. It builds character. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it takes people out of their element to get to do something. And people like these people are following you because they want to know what you're doing with your life. It's Mm -hmm. something different that you're doing that you're not posting about. So it's the content's more engaging. Like there's there's so many reasons. And then like our retailers love it. So we always go to the Hamptons because New York is our number one market. Oh, really? You asked that earlier, like with with like what state, like New York's a small state. So I wouldn't say the state, but like market wise, New York is still Uh like we kill it in New York. So we always try to like, okay, Hamptons, because then it supports our New York market mm-hmm. with our retailers, brings True. awareness to that area. So like there's a lot of like, there's a lot of back end mm-hmm. stuff that goes on. When you're deciding on where to go on a brand trip, what's the thought process look like for that? It's usually like calendar specific. So we like to say we move at the speed of culture, mm-hmm. like poppy. We're part of, we're, we're on really the pulse. Do. We're on the pulse. Like we don't You know plan. what's cool? You're not corny. Yeah. And a lot of these <laughs> corporate companies are like, we're doing next 
Coachella, we're going to do this. And it's just like, we're just, we're kicking off Coachella planning next week, like yeah. a, a few months out. Um, and we have like these key moments that we want to be at cultural events. So like we were at Sundance this last weekend. We're in LA. The reason we picked this weekend is it's like, it's, the Emmys are coming up. Mm -hmm. like, it's like everyone's in LA. So you do it when like people, cultural, like the Hamptons, everyone's in the Hamptons. Mm -hmm. It's on the East Coast for that time. Um, you know, New York Fashion Week is another temple. You have Ultra Fest. You have Art Basel, mm -hmm. right? So we usually like have fun with it and try mm -hmm. to connect to a cultural moment. So versus being like, we want to go big in Aspen. Yeah. What's so cool about you and your brand is that like you, I was just talking to Allison for like <laughs> 20 minutes before we started recording and like you were so immersed with just culture as a person. You're so immersed in just what's going on. Like you, you were right. like, I love going to music festivals. You need to come to ACL. Like the yeah. fact that you know what's going on, you know what's cool and what's going on really translates with your brand, which makes it effortless. I'll take it. Thank you. I mean, it's it no, makes a big difference. I, I will. But I, I always say that like as brands, if you want to be like a TikTok first brand, like, look, at the end of the day, I am a creator myself. Mm -hmm. Eighty percent of our content, I'm it's my face. So it's this interesting world that I get to like live in and understand and have a lot of like I have so much respect for what you guys are doing because I, I have to make content. And it's like a, it's a grind, you guys. It's a grind. But we love it. Right. Yeah. So I think like, look, I instead of reading the news in the morning, I get on the platform and I'm saving stuff. What is trending? What is like working really well? What ideas can I make for the day? Like I'm using the platforms I'm studying. And then that strategy is coming from me down. For I think a lot of brands, they have like a young intern that's creating content yeah. and you're just like, this isn't really connecting holistically. Like we literally every year get our entire company together. And during that time, I have breakout sessions that we're creating TikToks. Like it is a part of our culture mm -hmm. at Poppy, like social first, digital first, culture first. Mm -hmm. I love that. I want to talk a little bit about you guys being the number one soda sold on Amazon. What was the first retailer you ever gotten? Yeah, it was definitely Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yeah. And was it through that yeah, connection so, at the farmer's market? Yes, yeah, so we've gotten locally in the 14 Whole Foods. As Mother Beverage? As Mother Beverage. And then we did the rebrand and launched Poppy. We went into all the Whole Foods nationwide. And then we, we really, because we we're a Better For You product, we started in like the Better For You. And then once we launched Target, I mean, Poppy was made for Target. Yeah. <laughs> it like kills it at Target. It's like one of our top retailers. Um, so yeah, it's it's crazy. But yeah, definitely Whole Foods. What are your top retailers? Yeah. So we do really well in Target, Publix, which you probably don't know. Oh, I love Publix. Okay. PubSub? Yeah. Are you kidding? Exactly. Poppy and a PubSub. Um, Poppy and a PubSub. Oh my gosh, that was me this year in Florida. Yes. That was me. Yes. I loyal. did that. Um, you know, we do really well in Kroger, um, Costco. We're big digitally first, like Amazon brand. And then we're so, so excited, like really leaning into Walmart this year because mm -hmm. Walmart is like, cool again i know people oh walmart is has always it, been that girl it's like <laughs> it, i know it's like people people like sleep on her but she is it and so like we're gonna go big and do some really fun stuff with walmart this year oh that's awesome middle of america is gonna eat exactly. that up exactly yeah it's mm -hmm. everywhere i mean walmart's everywhere mm -hmm. so we yeah. love it wow okay so is your number one retailer Amazon? It's a pretty good mix. We're very omni-channel company. So like back in the day, it used to be like all retailer, all Amazon. We're like very, we have a very even mix between online and in-store. Mm -hmm. And what did that jump look like once you rebranded? What what did the sales like look like? Because I know it was like an insane 
Yeah, I mean, like basically, like, mother was like nothing, right? So like we speak about these things like within Poppy. So we launched Poppy right when COVID started. And then, you know, just being leaning into like the Amazon portion, it was like, if you think of everyone was really concerned with getting like toilet paper on the shelf in grocery stores. Yeah. So we had to lean in on Amazon really for the first like four months of launch because like, yes, we had whole foods roll out but they were like we can't put you on shelf right now like wait a second Mm -hmm. which is fine you know i get it and then people were pantry loading we were shelf stable amazon isn't like in every home everyone wanted delivery no one wanted to go out so it's like one of those moments and then we had a an episode that we had air uh aired with our rebrand on like like, update on shark tank yeah and i watched that yeah it hit april of 2020 second month of lockdown oh my god so we had a national commercial where everyone stuck at home was that on cable television it was on cable, okay. and our sales went from like March to April from like seven thousand to two hundred fifty thousand. You're just kidding! On Amazon, like overnight, and it was just like, oh my gosh! It opened our eyes to being like digital first, like yeah. right out the gate. And were um, you on TikTok at the time? No. So, well, kind of. I was like one of the first brands to get on, like back in two thousand nineteen. Yeah. But I was like post, and then I would dabble, and then wait two months. But I really leaned in in twenty twenty when everyone else kind of got in. But I was like one of the first brands. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, now we've really leaned into Amazon and now we are the number one selling soda on Amazon. And we've been the number one for like a year and a half. Like it isn't like a blip. Like it's crazy. It's bananas. Yeah, it's so, it's like, pinch me. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. How many people do you have working for you? We have around 130. Wow. Um, And if you think of it, like March 2020, it was two people. Insane. My husband. And now we have 30 and we're going to probably grow past that this year. And we have an HQ in Austin, and but the majority um, live just across the U.S. Like uh-huh. I think there's like 15 of us in Austin. Mm-hmm. And do they work from home? Most, mm-hmm. I would say, like the sales team. Like you're out at the grocery store, so like we'll have like a rep in you know Florida that's like hitting all the publics. Mm-hmm. They live local there, so mm-hmm. it depends. What do you feel like have been your biggest takeaways from starting this entire business? Like you're a successful brand. Like you guys mm-hmm. are crushing it. What do you feel like? are some lessons you've learned that you would like to share for someone that's about to start on this journey? So if you're going to start a company and you're starting on this journey, I highly recommend you get on and start telling your story now. On like TikTok? On social, on yeah. Social. I mean, reels kill it too. Um, I will say a lot of people when starting a company, they want to be perfect. Let people into those failures. If you don't know what color you're going to do, if you start talking about it now, you get your community involved, help them pick yeah. what color, what Pulse. packaging... I'm telling you, like, there's, and it's free. Yeah. It's zero dollars to get on and tell your story. It's like a free focus group. It's crazy. And I just don't think enough, and people get discouraged by 200 views or whatever, but it's fine. Like, I got 200 views. Now we have 2 billion views I on mean, TikTok. I mean, it's insane. Like, you got to start. And I know it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But I know, and it, it, that's always my number one piece of advice. Get on now, like, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Looking back, what do you feel like? was one of your greatest struggles with creating Poppy? I would say we've grown so fast and it goes back to nobody has ever seen this before. The the things that are like we'll make a decision and like three hours later something has changed and it's like wildly different because of something that just happened. Like our growth is like crazy. So like that like scaling really fast during COVID when you have an aluminum shortage um you know supply like chain supply chain craziness your triple digit growth year over year like it's just been like craziness so yeah it's you could also be like oh yeah poor you first world problems but it, it 
makes you think differently. It makes you be disruptive, be creative. Um, you know, you don't have time. You got to move quick. You got to be agile. Like I always say the number one piece of advice that I always tell people as a leader is to be agile. Mm. Learn to embrace change because if you just kind of do stuff the same over and over, you're never going to like disrupt or do something. But being an agile leader is like one of the most powerful things that you can do. Mm. When's a time that you had to embrace change, but it was really hard for you to? I think it goes into I brought on a um, a coach this year for my self-development. Mm -hmm. And it was like one of those things where I was running the marketing department at Poppy for a really long time. And we had a, uh, my husband was the CEO. Mm -hmm. And we sat back one day and we were like, this is growing so fast. We need help. And we went to the board and we were like, hey, guys, we think we should bring in a CEO, CEO and a CMO. Which as founder, like most founders like to hold on to it till the end until you kill your company, mm -hmm. which, you know, it's like, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Versus I was like, this is really big. I'd rather bring someone in that's done this before and I can learn from them. Mm -hmm. That was, I mean, it wasn't easy. I, many a days crying and what have we done or why did we do this? But like working through that, now we're on the other side of it and we have great leaders in place. So we have a great CEO we've brought in. Who's we're your CEO? So proud. Um, his name's Chris Hall. Where's he, he used from? to work at Sparkling Ice. He'd been there for 14 years. He was awesome. in the military before. Like, he just knows the beverage industry. He'd been, he's like lifelong. It's amazing. Were you interviewing people for this Yeah. yeah. Oh, and my we, gosh. Were, we were part of the process, which I think a lot of founders don't. They, they'll either someone will play some of the board will move it mm -hmm. rather than it was like us realizing it at the right time. And then it was the same thing as like my strength is being really creative. And so I actually still run all of our creative and brand at Poppy. Mm -hmm. But then we brought in a CMO that can do all of the other things that I'm like, I don't need to be worrying about like what media we're running on Amazon and the app, you know, like all of that stuff or like worrying about what shopper programs are going on at Target. Like they're all so extremely important, but that's not my strength. Mm -hmm. So I think like through our growth, um, learning that and and stepping back and then just being like, wow, we've brought in some really amazing people and we have a great team mm -hmm. has been a really big learning process for me personally as mm -hmm. a founder, um, which I tell some other founders that and they're just like, wow, I really need to do the same. Mm -hmm. But who knows if they will. Did you ever think you were going to be a founder of like a insanely successful brand like this? I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. OK, how do you know that? My dad was an entrepreneur. My sister, my dad, like, he started back in the 80s and he was like, made millions and lost millions. Like, uh -huh. he loves the grind, the ride, the building. Uh -huh. He it was he never did it for the money. So, like, that's always been, like, kind of my mentality. I've never done, nothing has ever driven any decision I've ever done, Poppy, to get rich. Mm -hmm. I do this because I freaking love it. Mm -hmm. And I, lo I love chaos. Mm -hmm. So, I think there's a part of me that's easy to be like, no, I never know. But like, I'm also like, yeah, I am that badass bitch that can mm -hmm. do this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, like, I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I but, knew. But like I knew some, I was destined for some kind of greatness, uh -huh. but it was never driven by like, I'm going to be rich. Yeah. Which is really, I think, important because totally. i think if you do anything you're not going to make the right decisions you're going to be budget focused and you're not going to take risks and you're not going to say screw it let's spend a ton of money on a hampton's house if you're like eh, the money you know it's like type of these situations mm -hmm. so i don't know i uh yeah but i don't think i could have ever dreamed of this to this level what's the biggest risk you've taken with your business <sighs> so many <laughs> like Right now we're, you know, constantly doing something like left and right. But I don't know. We're we're very risk 
driven company from constantly like take the apparel for you were like, I'm obsessed with the robes. So once again, one of our someone Obs- sick and obsessed, it's Allison. Like most sick and obsessed. brands create swag that's like, cool, put a logo on. Thanks. I'm gonna put it in the trash. Like or recycle. Let's yeah. Reuse. Or donate. Or donate. Thank yeah. you. Um, but I do think I was like, no, I want us to have like, a, if we're going to do it, I'm going to do it right. So once again, everyone's like, Allison, you're crazy. Just get like a Bella and Canva shirt. And I was like, no, I'm, I found a fashion house. I found a manufacturer. We cut, sewed, dyed. We, every piece of swag I designed with my team. It's like we, and everyone at the, the longest time was like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Stop. Like you, this is taking so much time. And then now it's like, we have the whole thing. We do drops and it's like this cool thing. It's part of the brand. It's a brand building. Everyone's like hell yes this is amazing Mm -hmm. so like that was a really big risk and then like getting on tiktok was a pretty big risk like i got a lot of pushback at the beginning to get on from who just like it wasn't the way you do it brands Uh. aren't on there so like from a lot of people like you should be on instagram like why are you focusing on this platform that people are dancing on you know (laughs) it was like so there's a few things that i pushed like with the apparel or like the tiktok i was like like, i was a dance major yeah i can do this (laughs) oh believe me i definitely do i can renegade babe Uh, yes yeah okay i want to wrap this up it has been such an honor having you here. I've Thank learned you. so much and you've shared so much knowledge. Big question of it all is what are you doing right now to make moves in your life and with your brand? You know, I think this is the year of go big. You know, I think we've gone big before, mm-hmm. but this is it. Like this is we're going to the masses. We're doing cable commercials. We are, you know, launching international we're going to Canada we're going to Mexico like this is this is our year and I know it sounds like crazy because we've already grown so fast but like I feel it so making moves with that and then in return my schedule's bananas so I need to self-care so like for real like I know that sounds crazy for making moves but self-care is like so important and the type of self-care is probably not like what you typically like I'm not talking like get my nails done and go to the gym but it's like get sleep I need sleep this year. Yeah, I was going to ask that, actually. What do you do when you're like, I need a minute to be sane? Like, what are your hobbies? Like, do you have hobbies outside of work? I have three children, so no. Um, I will say I'm not – I don't have a ton of hobbies. Like, we are so busy. And then, like, all my other time I give to the kids because I travel a lot – um, but sometimes I just want to like watch TV. Like it's like the yeah. boring, typical. I want to go to bed. I want to watch. What TV. shows do you like? I mean, I love reality. I love the Kardashians. I love Bravo. Any Housewives? Do you like housewives? Any oh of God, them? I, I mean, come on. It's just like I need that in my life. Mm-hmm. That is my release. Like, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what What Real Housewives franchise do you like the best? Oh, it's so hard to beat out Beverly Hills. But I will say, I mean, Salt Salt Lake is killing it. Right Who's now. your favorite on Salt Lake? <sighs> I don't want to say, I mean, I love me, Lisa. Well, she was just holding a poppy. I know. Oh, and she's such a good poppy partner. But, like, she's genuinely a very kind person. Oh, really? Yeah. That's great. She, like, well, we were doing Sundance this weekend. And she, of course, is Sundance queen. Oh, my gosh. And she was doing an event. We're like, we're doing this thing. Can you come over? And she like popped over like last minute. Like she's like, of course, for my for my poppy crew. Like she's so, so kind. Oh, my God. That's great to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the Salt Lake City grind right now. It's a whole other ball game. It's so good. But it's so impressive. I will even watch like old like from 10 years ago. Like I don't care. Me give too. It, give it to me. <laughs> so you like to just like check out. Yeah. Check out and get sleep. Do you have any like sleeping rituals? Like how many hours of sleep are you getting a night? I mean, last night, like I. Four. No. 
Allison. <laughs> no, but it was, I, yeah, it's hard with like the time change. But I will say, like, what it's trendy right now is this Sleepy Girl Mock Towel. Yes. You know, with, with you, cherry tart juice, you do magnesium with poppy, a little fresh lemon. I genuinely love magnesium. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to try it. And like, I've done it in the pill form and it's great. Like, you don't want to take too much because it can upset your stomach. Uh-huh. So don't go wild, but it really makes a huge difference mm-hmm. in sleep. And so, like, I like it in the Sleepy Girl Mocktail mm-hmm. vibes versus, like, choking down horse pills. Yeah, same. So, but One last question. What about your kids? How the heck do you manage? <laughs> People say, you said on a podcast, you were like, you can have it all. But how the heck are you managing that? Because the, I cannot even imagine having my job right now and having a kid. Yeah, so three kids, one, five, and seven, um, three boys. They are, and also, like, when I go public places, people are like, ooh, your kids, like they are those kids that are like running around screaming, <laughs> like punching bloody lips, I mean, like black boys. eyes. Like my one year old is like tackling people. I'm okay, just like Travis Kelsey. I'm, exactly. <laughs> they're big boys too. Let me just say my my last was ten pounds at birth. Oh my gosh. Um, but I will say, it goes back to that chaos. Like I love it, but I I sometimes like don't know. Like I have a good support system. Uh-huh. Like my mom is wonderful. She's like the best. Like watches. She's watching our kids now. Um, Where are your kids right now? They're in Austin okay. with my mom, and it's crazy because Stephen, my husband, the founder, he's in Salt Lake, like on a production line. I'm out here for a week, so like we're all of it. So it's like it's all about support with childcare, and then we travel with them a lot. Like I'm one of those people that like take my kids with me a lot. Really. When, when I was uh, had my last, I went on the road on a press tour, and I took my six-month-old to 17 cities in his first six months of life because I was still breastfeeding. And I was like, I'm going to do that. Like, I mean, I'm a Shark Tank pregnant. Like, I, yeah. I just I just do it. But is it easy? Am I exhausted? 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. And I think people that say that that they're not and they're, that they're all perfect, like, mm-hmm. they're lying. And do you bring your mom with you on the road to help? Yeah, okay. a lot of times. They're a little bit older now. Um, he'll be two in March. So it's it's better like they're in school, the older ones. So it's a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And so that'll do quick in and outs like one day. Like I'll if I have to go to QVC or be on QVC, I'll fly in Wednesday and come back Thursday. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, amazing. Yeah. Are there any like products or things that you use as a mom that are like game changing for you? I think like with little ones, it was like strapping them to you uh-huh. can do like anything and everything. Um, like I think a lot of parents are like against screens, mm-hmm. right? Like that's a whole thing. So I think like as long as you have like a balance, it's not the end of the day. Um, I think people get like really caught up on that. Like we take them away for two weeks and then they'll give them back. It's like it's whatever. Like get over it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I think like another really big hack is um, just like always having a ton of snacks. Like I'm a snack queen. Like I'm a Costco mom. It's like. The cheese, the the string cheese, the goldfish, like kids, if they get hungry, they're hangry. Like I also have to like keep snacks for like my husband too. Like yeah. just, I mean, I get hangry. I'm, I'm I'm a snacker. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, this has been so fantastic. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with yes, us. Thank you. I am so obsessed with your brand and you. And I'm so. I mean, the sky's the limit for you guys. Thank you for having me. Um, where can everyone buy Poppy and follow you? So you can get Poppy everywhere from Costco, Target, Amazon, um, Amazon, Kroger. I mean, basically go to our store locator. And then, of course, on our socials, drinkpoppy.com. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Uh, We love you guys. And be sure to make someone else's day this week. Peace. See you later.
Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.